Warning, this podcast contains rude, crude, and prude language, which might burn your ears if you listen to it for too long. Listener discretion is advised. One of our CBC reporters who walked through downtown Toronto sends this report. It was an eerie sight watching a great city brought to its knees. By fucking J-Boosh. Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60cards.com. Check us out. Hey, are you interested in an advertising opportunity and would like to support the A-Team with your ad? If so, we have space for you. Please send an email to mtgateam at gmail.com for further details. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mice they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. KYT. Everybody was metagaming against each other because we saw each other's decks. Jay Boosh. I'm not going to ask a homeless guy for a deck idea, okay? I'm going to give the guy some change and, you know, I'll probably half my sandwich. Smitty. Just completely edit out Jay Bush like uh, the whole thing. Scotty. But what is it with people that live in French countries that like blue-white control? Are you guys just like, you have that big of a chip on your shoulder? Like, what is it? And now, the A-Team. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 30 of the A-Team podcast. This is KYT, joined by Jay and Scott, my co-host for so long for 30 episodes and jesse is going to be running late like uh, always as always but uh episode 30 i'm actually pretty excited about this uh, we took a break because uh we had to you know go to a tcg event together and that gives us a lot to talk about this particular episode so i'm just gonna let uh, these guys say their hello i guess what's up what's up <laughs> so first of all we would like to thank all our listeners and everyone who was able to make the tcg toronto event so special uh for scott and i because we we were able to bring a third member all the way from calgary to toronto and we got jay and i know jay would probably like to thank uh the listeners himself everybody i gotta thank everybody so i'm gonna do that at the end of the cast because um, <laughs> it's quite the extensive list. But, uh, <laughs> and I did say I would thank each and every one of them, so I want to make sure that I follow through on that. But just a really big thank you to everybody for uh, hooking me up with that. We had a great time, and I finally got to hang out with uh, and meet Scotty Mac and KYT in person, as well as a bunch of other tr- local Torontonian uh, players, and everybody was sweet. So I had a really great time, and I just – it was it was awesome. It was just awesome. Scott, would you like to, uh, if there's anything you want to say before uh, we talked about what we did on Friday, um, go ahead. I think well, I I just wanted to thank everybody for their you know for their part in in welcoming my PICs to our hometown. That was kind of <laughs> sweet. Uh, it was uh, it was a really awesome time, and you know I mean I just you know before we get started, I just want to thank you guys for. Uh, 
you know, for, for making the effort to come down and, and spending the entire weekend at Casa del Mac. So uh, we had a great time having you guys, and uh, you guys are welcome back anytime. So says the wife. So it's all good. Sweet. Thanks, Sweet. Dad. <laughs> 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 so, well, I, I got there uh, on Friday, and uh, mm-hmm. William. Hmm? Tell the whole story about how you weren't going to come. Oh, right, right. That's what I was going to do. So, uh, getting to Toronto, I live in Montreal for our listeners who don't know or don't remember. And so, my friend William Blonin, uh, he was going to drive down in a car of, you know, we, we were prepared to go four people in the car, but then someone needed to go in, uh, needed an extra spot. So, you know, I was pretty crunched up. As we went as five for six hours and finally got there at roughly uh, three to four p.m. And earlier in the week, Scott had told me that he was going to bring invite all these people to this FNM. And I'm just not very good at making decisions in terms of what I'm going to be doing. He's like I the think, worst. <laughs> I am absolutely the worst. And even my girlfriend will say that, you know, I'm one of those guys that will leave all his options open until the last minute. And then you sort of get screwed because you, you eventually have to pick and piss off <laughs> or disappoint a lot of people. And I think that's what I do with my girlfriend. Oh, we're going to do this and that. <laughs> And then, you know, we only do one thing, and she's terribly upset at me. So um, so I had the option to either grind with the friends that I was going with for a buy or two at the event itself, uh, or go to FNM at Harry T's, which is where uh, I think Scott plays regularly, or... Yeah, I, I, I play there whenever I can. Um, you know, whenever A, my son's not grounded, and B, I... Uh... I haven't neglected my wife too poorly throughout the week that I need to spend time with her. But, uh, yeah, I play there fairly regularly. Okay. It's, it's my dungeon of choice, as it were. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about the dungeon later. So I also had a friend uh, fly from New York, an online friend that I met on MTGO. He was my clan leader that I was going to meet for the very first time. He, he decided to choose this event to, to finally hook up with me and um, – it felt so I was at the event. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to spend time with him and it felt weird to sort of dictate, you know, he spent quite a bit of money just to fly there to dictate what we were going to do. And, but in the end, in the end, in the end, Scott and Jake can thank the tweeps, the Twitter, the tweet, the the Twitter (laughs) army. Okay. You guys out there were the ones that were responsible for getting KYT to that event. So, Trollers that trolled KYT, thank you very much. It got him on site and then secured him for the rest of the weekend. So good on you. So I was at the event, so I was trying to make everyone happy. So I'm like, how can I possibly do this? So I spent as as much time as I can with the people that came with me. And then I decided to take the bus and try to get to Harry T's by myself. Uh, with my And my friend from New York decided that he wanted to tag along. So uh, his hotel was actually on the way. So he's like, okay, I could, he could easily, he could easily come with me, and uh, the problem is that I, so at this point Scott wasn't was already on his way, so I I was texting him and stuff, but I was looking up, I wanted to sort of semi surprise him, but also wanted to know how to get there, so I just googled Harry T's, found an address, and apparently 
this place has three locations. So I got to one. I'm like, where the heck are you, Scott? It's like, this is the wrong store, dude. (laughs) There's one that's like way, way up north. And there's another one that's just a block away. So I'm like, which one is it? It's the one that's really, really far from where you guys are. I'm like, crap. (laughs) But luckily, uh, there were people that were going to drive up or go take the bus to go to the Harry T's up north that I had to go to. So someone, uh, Lucas, uh, guided me there. So, But then the strange thing, when I got there, I expected you know Jay and Scott to be there to say, you know, so <laughs> you guys, little did I know that I was there before these fuckers. <laughs> and I'm like, where, where are these guys? Am I at the wrong place again? Like, And finally they arrived. And... Um, but that place, I mean, I think downtown Montreal, there's like a comic book place type place where you actually go down the basement. So I think a lot of these places downtown Montreal I've seen have that feel, but in terms of playing magic, I don't, most of the stores I go to now are like those with just big windows, sort of long cafeteria tables or something. And, uh, it was just really <laughs> really hot in there <laughs> it was like a sweaty dungeon <laughs> <laughs> but what made it enjoyable were the people i mean nina was great uh kelly the guy who i guess organized oh, yeah the guy that was like running the store at the time or whatever yeah he runs the magic on friday nights there right so he he's yeah, a- he was a cool dude so the people sort of made me forget how hot and sweaty <laughs> that place was <laughs> And so Friday night, I played, of course, Cobblade. Jay played Boros, and Scott played Jesse's Mindhammer deck. And I guess I, I don't want to talk for too long, so one of you, you can take it away, and then we can talk about how Jay crushed me. I guess. Well, okay. So, so let's do this. So I'll paint the story leading up to the event, and then Jay, you can give us the the play by play of of your side of while we were there. There. <laughs> Okay. You got like mad ass robot voice too, which is really awesome. Okay. So uh what ends up happening is uh I pick Jay up on uh, on Thursday night at midnight or some crap, right? So his flight comes in and uh so of course I took a picture, posted it up on Twitter, saw the guy coming through. Apparently his bags took like a country fucking year to get through. Oh god, that was awful. <laughs> so he's like, I'm wearing this, you know, green hoodie with a whatever and I'm like, don't worry, I'll be unmissable. So I'm half expecting, you know, he's like petrified that I'm standing there in some sort of like big huge baby diaper or I'm like, you know, a <laughs> dressed up like some sort of like flamboyant drag queen or something but sure enough so he comes around the corner and what am i sporting but a big sign that says boosh so it was very simple so so sure enough he's also a giant like you couldn't miss him because he was touching the ceiling and ducking (laughs) like he's like i was ducking through the parking garage anyways Uh, so we, we get back to the car, we come home, we, uh, we chill for a minute cause he's still like jet lagged like bonkers. So we have, um, you know, he's behind. So it's like w- almost two in the morning and I'm ready for bed cause I've got to get up and do work in the morning. And he's like, can I have a beer? I'm like, all right, <laughs> here we go. So I think it was about two fifteen, two thirty or so by the time we went to bed. So we had a couple of beers and just kind of chilled and then, uh, 
the next day we get up and I've got to go to work. So I leave Jay at the, uh, at the house and, uh, so he's going to tell, I'm sure his death trap stories and all of that jazz. So we'll, we'll leave that to him, <laughs> but I'm just like periodically mm. getting these messages throughout the day where it's like, you're killing me. I don't know where this is. And I, I had to like read Twitter <laughs> to find out <laughs> what was actually happening because he's griping publicly and not tell, not asking me these questions. So I found it really entertaining, but so I finally get back, and it's somewhat – I guess I'm, like, late as fuck because, like, the day just ran so long. And so I get back, and it's, like, almost 4 o'clock or whatever, and I come home. I get changed. Well, know, and the original plan was that you'd be there at, like, 2. Yeah, or earlier. Like, I was planning yeah. I was planning on being, like, ready to go and out in errands by 2 o'clock, and we didn't actually end up leaving to go to do anything. Like, we had decks packed and everything ready to go for FNM by, like, 4. So bear in mind – now, this is the one thing that – People that live in 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 this area will recognize like nothing is less than twenty minutes away. <laughs> At best, twenty, 20 minutes, like a short jaunt. Yeah. So, Fuck. so I'm so I'm like twenty minutes in good traffic. I'm twenty minutes down to to the store, right from where I live. So we make a pit stop, of course, because Jay wants. So a we need to eat, and b Jay's trying to get a T-shirt that we can get together for. Uh, to put sponsors on and all that jazz. Pardon me. So I had found a guy at Vaughn Mills Mall that was prepared to do them, which is the world's or or like Canada's second or first largest mall or something. Anyways, it's fucking enormous. It's huge. It's like a compound. It's it's not even – it's huge. All one bungalow, but enormous. Um, so what we ended up doing was uh, going to see this guy. We're standing there in line to get this T-shirt done. So we, we stop in at like Old Navy or whatever. Or did we stop at yeah. the guy first? Or did we? Yeah, yeah we, we stopped, stopped at the, the guy first. first. Okay, so we're like, "Hey, man, can you make a T-shirt?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm just helping this other guy." And the guy that's standing in front of us is clearly like a fitness nut, and he's almost like a tall, burly guy that looks really like jockish, you know. But he's being so particular about this logo on a T-shirt and the font and this. And and Jay, feel free to jump in on on this one if you oh, want. Oh, fucking! Like, can you italicize that? Can you can you space it? Can you space it? Do you have do you have block font? No, you don't have that. No. Well, here I'll find it on my iPhone, and then I'll show it to you, and then you tell me if you have this font or not. And the so, guy's like, "We don't have this fucking font, guy." Like, yeah. So so he does. How about guy goes? How about this? And he says, "Well, can you like move it around a little? How about this?" And then oh, how about God. The, and I, so finally we're looking at each other, and the clock's just like ticking by, and I'm like, "Oh my God, we're never gonna get this done." Like the shirt it's itself like is gonna six. take. Yeah, the shirt itself is gonna take twenty minutes. We're standing there, you know, twiddling our thumbs and shit while we're standing there waiting for this guy. This is when KYT is calling me saying, uh, "So how am I getting there? Where am I going?" So. Sure enough, we decide fuck this guy and is roided up insanity. So we ended up going down to Old Navy, picking up a T-shirt, nice, you know, plain white one. It's fine. And after uh, some lessons about uh, where to leave your pop cup, oh we, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we end up grabbing a bite to eat, jumping in the car, and and heading out to Harry T. So w- of course we're heading down to Harry T. And traffic is balls, like big, fat, sweaty balls. It's so terrible. So we're trying to get down there, and I'm taking pictures, and I know we're running late. And I mean we're supposed to be there at 6:30. I don't think we walked in the door until 20 to 7. And we walked in, and sure enough, there's everybody, and there's KYT, and everyone's just kind of waiting for us to start, and it's like walking into Cheers. It's like Norm, except it's like yeah, it was like that, yeah, yeah, it was pretty barnacles cool. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> barnacles. 
So, so that got us F and M, and uh, it was it was just quite the jaunt. Yeah, we were late as fuck, and everything was terrible, and it just the whole day from the get go was just brutal. It was almost like the, from the <laughs> second I picked him up and brought him home, and he was like, "Let's have a beer." I knew yeah. that the rest of the next twenty four hours were going to be hell. <laughs> it was like Mother Nature didn't uh, didn't like me being in in Toronto there, <laughs> in was... Canada's wing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so Jay, feel free, man. Like, tell tell us about your perspective from here to there. Yeah, so that's all pretty accurate. Uh, I mean, during the day, I basically just had to babysit Scotty's bratty dogs. Jesus, these things are like these things are like uh, that five-hour energy drink. If you were to give it to like a hamster, and you know, like just watch it with another hamster just hump each other all day. That's what his dogs are like. They're but just the dogs crazy, aren't humping like, each other. They're just no. like chasing each other and wrestling and biting yeah. each other. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, I want to go outside. Oh, no, I don't want to go outside. Oh, is is there something outside? No, there's nothing else. No, there's nothing outside. Oh, inside? Outside. Inside? Outside. What about outside? No, inside? Birds? No, there's no birds out there. Oh, birds? No, no birds. <laughs> like, it was just ridiculous. So, um, got to Heretes. Met uh, everybody there that was like – everybody was super nice. My first match was against uh, uh, this guy, Luke, who I didn't know – see, this is another thing. And I've said this before, and I said it like a 100 times in Toronto. Nobody listens to the boosh. Um, I don't fucking know your real fucking name, okay? It's 2011, and everybody's on the internet with like crazy names like fucking – Manabase. Manabase and Norbert <laughs> Norbert eighty eight and Baldwink and Gabe. Well that guy's that's probably that guy's real. Bank. Name. Yeah, Bank Thornicator, FW Alt, MTG Metagame. I don't know who the fuck these people are. So I said like, hey, if you're gonna talk to me, just like make sure that like as gay as it is, just say what your name is. Just be like, hey Jay. My name's Luke, and I'm Manabase on Twitter. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, what's up, Manabase? What's going on, Luke? Whatever, right? No. So then um, I get there, and Scott's like, hey, this is Luke. You know, Luke? And I'm like, hey. Uh, and I'm kind of like looking at Scotty like, um, at any time here, you can feel free to tell me who the fuck this is. And he like doesn't do that he just he's like yeah you know luke the guy's helping us out and then i'm like with what <laughs> so then i finally we get to met luke uh he's a really cool guy actually i'm really good uh, i like to think that we're, we're bros now uh we hung out with him pretty much all weekend uh him and uh i think his name's adam dexter right yeah yeah, we call him Dex. Yep. Uh, he's given some sweet, sweet foil cancels that he's altered um, uh, for the raffle that we're going to do uh, here during the cast. Um, and they're all really cool guys. So played him. He was playing something, some Grixis monstrosity. And he, of course, beat my Boros deck because he's playing like a rogue deck and I couldn't kill him for some reason. Um, and then, uh, And then what happened? I played... KYT, did we play in like the third round? In my second yeah. round, I think I, I played this really nice guy named Adam, and he had just started playing Magic. And uh, we just basically just kind of got to know each other. He's a really nice guy, so uh, we kind of hung out with him on the weekend too. He's a cool dude. And then I played KYT in the third round. I think I think I got maybe nine turns out of KYT total in the match. He was pretty bad. 
Uh, <laughs> what is that? How is that how it went? No, I think that's how it went. No. How do you how do you think it went? It was two one. It's like I just lost. You just got crushed. Yeah. In game in well, game one, I killed you on turn four. In game two, I just dragged it to oblivion to finally yeah. get you. There's was, no end game here. There's no, <laughs> no end game. It was like an endless, endless, horrible matchup in game two. I just I drew like fifty eight lands, and uh, and then in game three, I think I crushed you again, didn't I? Uh, I believe you did with I. Man, I don't know exactly, but game one, you killed me with. I think it was something like double step links, mm-hmm. or with like a hero of Oxid Ridge and a fetch land or something like something really gross. And yeah, you did exactly like fourteen or something. Yeah, it was pretty gross. And even if you didn't do exactly fourteen, you were gonna win. Like you have like no, no, I did, I did. Cause I, like I think I even like I think I ripped the Oxid Ridge, and I already had two like a like like a fetch or two on the on the table, and I was like I just showed you the Oxid Ridge and was like. You just lose, right? And you're like counting, and I'm like, uh, "All right, so I cast this and attack you." And then you're like counting, and I'm like, "What are you at? <laughs> I have you at 14." And you're like, "Yeah, I'm at 14." And I'm like, "Okay, well, there's 14 on the table." And you're like, uh, "Scoop." <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think I have to scoop here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you? Oh, okay. Yeah, Jerry T taught you that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Before you so, continue, Jay, I wanna—I I don't want to like go back to this topic. Yeah, yeah. To continue your topic about uh, Twitter people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. come up to me and then tell me the real name and stuff. I, I listen to your podcast and. And it's kind of weird when I'm like, oh, do you, <laughs> I don't know if this is right for me to do this. Do you follow me on Twitter? Do I know you? Do you, have you talked to me or tweeted at me somehow? And they're like, I don't really use Twitter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, how are we going to keep, like, I actually want to make friends, like, man, yeah. yeah. keep in touch with these people who like our cast and, you know, I want to know. But who they- are also cool, right? Like, we want to keep in touch with you. Yeah, what you guys like, what you guys want to listen, who do you want to have on future episodes of the cast, what do you think about my website, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but it's like, I don't really use Twitter. <laughs> or, or they say a name that like I clearly have never actually had a conversation with this person before. So it wasn't like, were you expected to know who Luke was? Like, I, 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 yes. Okay, so so in all fairness, so the, I Luke, the Luke comment, so... <laughs> I had we had had to go out to find people to put up Carterography and Methshit, right? So Sean Carter and his buddy, um, wh- whose name escapes me, but see, I remembered his Twitter ID. Uh, Steven, yes, Vogel. Anyways, uh, shout out. Um, so <laughs> Luke Luke graciously stepped up, and I knew he already had people over for the weekend. But he was like, you know what? If you need help, and you need you know somebody, if you need to put somebody up. I'll put somebody up for you. So yeah. I wanted to make sure that it was like everybody knew, hey, you know what? He really went out of the way to to help us out and do us a favor. So that's where I'm at. And so that's that, why like I expected that, you to know. Yeah, and like I, of course I have no idea who this person is, right? And and that being said, uh, just like that example that Scotty put up, that's ex- like the exact thing that happened. And uh, throughout the entire weekend, like Luke was a stand-up guy the entire weekend. This guy is a definitely – Definitely uh, a bro for sure. We'll keep him on the inner circle. KYT is like so hard for him to be on the cast. Right. I mean, like, how the heck did he get 
he doesn't have that many followers, but how do you get mana base as your Twitter name? You know, yeah, you really. Assume, you assume it's been taken, <laughs> but no. <laughs> it's just because that's how he that's how he rolls, right? <laughs> but I don't think I met people that. Okay, I definitely did, but I expected to meet more people that have actually talked with. Uh, yeah, at Twitter, and it was just mostly, man, I love your show. You know, I I love what you do and yeah that was it and i'm like um well uh how am i gonna talk to you again <laughs> <laughs> yeah so to all those yeah. listeners who just went up to me and said i liked your show i mean leave a comment or something and sign up to twitter it's 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 the nuts <laughs> it's the nuts <laughs> okay jay you can continue your uh your story what was i talking about uh, after you crushed me round three. Oh yeah, crushed you. And then I had like I dropped a couple games, so then I just decided to drop out and uh, and just hung out around the store, talked to Nina and Kelly, who are like really cool people, and uh, took a look around the store. Like Harry T's is actually a pretty cool store. So if you're in the Toronto area and can make it down there and haven't experienced Harry T, is it south or north? Like, which so, one? <laughs> which one yeah, are you talking about? <laughs> which one was the one that we were at? Uh, we were at Harry T North. Yeah, so if you, if you haven't experienced Harry T. North, I don't know what the South is like, but Harry T. North was really cool. And, uh, I mean, that was pretty much Friday. Like, we, we, uh, we, you know, were stuck in this sweaty basement of 26 for, like, four or five hours. And then, uh, and then we decided to, like, top the healthy, sweaty evening off with some, like, McDonald's. <laughs> so that was fun. And uh, just so that, like, our people that aren't in Ontario, just so that they know, FYI, every single fucking McDonald's in Ontario that I saw in Toronto had a, had a fucking play place. You know how many McDonald's have play places in Alberta? None. None of them do. Lucky fuckers. Well, sorry about your luck. Yeah, we got totally burned on that. Totally burned on that. So, yeah. So, yeah, we just went to McDonald's. We just hung out. Um... Yeah, that was pretty much it. Like our Friday was really cool. F and M there was really fun. I got totally stomped. Uh, in in round four after KYT, I played uh, this guy. His name escapes me, but I wrote it down. Uh, and he's playing Ali Trazzi's mono blue list. And like, fuck, does that ever rape fucking Boros? Oh my god! Uh, Why? I couldn't, couldn't do anything. It's just it's just as fast as you. And really? Of, yeah, it's just as fast as you. And all of your removal basically. Like is worth nothing uh, because you either have to kill the grand architect um, to like slow them down, or or you kill something else. Like when they have a turn four worm coil engine, and then their grand architect is still alive to just recuperate, right? <laughs> like there was there was like like in in all I think we played three games, and I I like I got a really good start game one, or maybe even game two, uh, whichever game I won. I got a really good start, and I and I like crushed him. Uh, but in that game, he still went like turn two treasure mage, um, or turn three treasure mage to go get something like really scary, like a fucking mirror battle sphere, or like a worm coil engine. And then, 
and then just like plops it just, onto the field with Grand and Architect. Then, yeah, and the, and the, the thing that a lot of people don't realize with Grand Architect is it says tap a blue creature, so it effectively it has pseudo haste for mana, right? Right. Like a lot a lot of people when they watched him do that, they were like, that doesn't have haste, and he's like, it just says this tap, and like der. But like that's something <laughs> that you wouldn't realize, right? Like, and so he goes like turn three, play my Grand Architect, tap it, and my fucking treasure mage to play something else and then like you're just like as a boros player you're like my geopede and steplinks look pretty good here <laughs> like i just do not and then like you attack him right and it doesn't matter how many fetches you have if you can't kill him he just goes worm coil next turn and you lose wow. and that's what happened every game wow i would imagine i thought i thought you would just roll over to this guy yeah, if, if they, they well, that's the thing. If they hit a Grand Architect in their opening hand, and like you probably just die. Like you're probably not fast enough. And I was talking to him about it. and I was going through the matchup with him, and he said the main reason when he plays Boros is because like what do you remove? Right, you have to remove a threat, and the biggest threat in that deck is the Architect because it enables the entire deck. But if you don't play it, then uh, or if you don't remove it, then. Um, you're removing something that's generally like, like let's say worse. So let's say something like um, worm coil engine in that regard, right? And uh, you remove a worm coil engine, and then he just plays a mere battle sphere, or he just plays another worm coil engine, or he plays a steel hell kite. Yeah, you have to you have to destroy the the enabler of the engine. Yeah, and then like you destroy the enabler of the engine, and he still has a worm coil engine. Oh yeah, and then you and then you're like, oh. So, so you're he, saying his deck can actually buy himself enough time then. Well, when it yeah. drops, see here's the thing, right? Like if if you're going <clears throat> if you're playing him on turn 4 because you've already got a couple of guys in an artifact or whatever out, yeah. like you basically just play him and then hold priority, tap for 6 and then let them kill him. And then at that point in time you're just dropping the worm coil engine and it doesn't matter. Right, so like there's yeah. ways there's ways that you can play around it, and uh, like you can conceivably go like turn one, um, turn one Kraken Hatchling, because some people play that. Like for example, some do. or some like do. Cryptologist. Some people play. Yeah. So yeah, you're like turn one Cryptologist, the... turn two uh, uh, Thrumming Bird, turn three, drop the Architect, Architect, tap for six, like, and and you just hold priority. You just tap six, and then they want to bolt it. Fine, you are playing Worm Coil Engine. It's yeah, like, it, like it's just—it's fucking just like bonkers, like just bonkers. Oh, okay. So I get it. Well, I would imagine it would be like a typical. I haven't actually seen the list, but it would sound like Boros would be too fast. But if you describe it that way, I can see it. How you know, yeah. could drop Worm Coil early enough to just win. The, like Worm Coil just auto wins if you don't have a journey to nowhere. Yeah, yeah and well, right. that was the thing. Like, I'm like, there was games where I had Journey to Nowhere, and I'm like, okay, fine, I, I journey it, right? Like, I rip a journey, and I'm like, like I <laughs> rip a journey. journey. You don't even and have it. Okay, hold, no, before I... we before we go any further into Jay's stories, you guys need to sure. understand something, okay? <laughs> Jay peels and rips cards off the top of his library like no one I've seen before. Oh fuck, am I ever a boss, man? Unreal. That. Like, he doesn't really actually like. He's a decent player. Like, don't get me wrong. But, you know, the the perception of his play skill is heavily augmented by his 
<laughs> unbelievable luck factor. I don't, know what, I don't know what to tell you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Today, Absolutely. on that subject, today I was playing fucking EDH against some douchebag who was playing like wrist tokens and like the bad wrist tokens, like the bad one for everybody else, like the one that's just rapes your face. And he, he went like turn three or four, um, cast that that spell that makes like Pegasuses for for your life total or Storm something. Herd? Yeah, for, for for like for like fifty seven. <laughs> right? Yeah. On like turn four, we're all just like, fuck this. And this is also in a game that I went you know, maybe it's turn five. This is in a game that I went Stratoscythe, Chameleon Colossus, yeah. crack you for fucking twenty eight. When you have three lands, because it's EDH, right? Um, just raping people, right? So then he goes, okay, untap, play this thing for 57 Pegasuses. And I'm like, oh, well, I just straight up lose to this, right? Like everyone's like bitching and like going to concede. And then um, I just fucking am drawing like five cards a turn from like various card draw mechanics and et cetera or something. Like rights, like I think two of us have rights of flourishing and stuff. And, uh, of course, the first card I pull is Damnation. And just like, <laughs> blow up your guy. And then he's just like, of course, of course, you luck sack that. Like, yep, <laughs> I do. That's what I do. That's what Jay Boosh does. So yeah, so I don't even have the fucking Journey to Nowhere. I'm playing. He goes like turn four, Room Coil Engine. And I'm like, oh, this is awful. Rip a Journey. Like, play my Journey and like attack for eight or something. And then, and then he goes, okay, well, I just play a fucking Mere Battlesphere. <laughs> Which is actually like the worst thing ever to fucking for Boros. Yeah. Because he just crunches you for like 13 every turn minimum. Yeah. <laughs> so that deck, that deck's the real thing. I don't know. I don't know why it's not doing better in standard. Maybe people aren't wanting to play it or something. But it's way better than I gave it credit for. That's for sure. So, so yeah. But FNM was fun. So I just dropped, hung out, looked at the Star Wars cards. Boop, boop. <laughs> Fucking checked out some some fucking star destroyers with the uh, pilots and, and and personnel you can put on them, vehicles you can you can drive in there. So, <laughs> Harry T has like absolutely every single card game or comic book I think ever printed or every toy. Like yeah. it, this place is just like jam packed. It's almost like a hoarder's den of collectible card game stuff. Like it's crazy. So, good stuff. Is that why it's so sweaty? Yep, that's right. <laughs> Every game I'd be like talking to my opponent. It's pretty fucking hot and sweating here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what's his name? Tommy? Yeah. He's probably a regular. He's like, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's pretty damn sweaty in here. Yeah, Tommy oh, and and Tommy. Uh, shout out to him. He ended up placing eleventh uh, at the event yeah. overall in the standard yeah. portion. So he was piloting uh, Nina's mono red deck. And uh, he did very well for himself, so good, good for Tommy. I think he was yeah. going to top eight. Uh, I don't know if we want to get into that now, but well, no, just to quickly yeah, a good segue. Well, just talk about he he just forgot about Koff's last ability or something, his ultimate, and kept trying to for him. Yeah, for him for some reason when he could have just ultimated Koff and won the game or something. So. Mm. Uh, I don't know, but it was playing for top eight. Obviously, nerves come into play, and you just forget certain things. And I'm the yeah. king of I'm the king of self mind tricks. So you know, <laughs> totally understand you, Tommy. Better luck next time. So so we end up finishing this uh, this F and M, and and we all you know did fine. I mean, I don't think any of us placed in the money. Uh, your your buddy won, right? 
my buddy got like second place and Harry T's is pretty it was pretty refreshing to see a store that would basically take all the entry fees and give it back into the store credit. I mean even if it's store credit, it was a lot. The winner got fifty four dollars in store credit or something and my friend got twenty I mean twenty five or twenty six dollars in store credit. I was impressed. I mean that never happens here in Montreal. You get yeah. a booster pack, you get a deck box, you get, you know. Well, look at it this way. You win F&M and you get a Tezzeret. Yeah, it, it's pretty sick. Like, I mean, some people tell me that F&M isn't meant to be competitive, I guess. It's like, oh, if you're a serious player, F&M's not for you. But if I went to play at Harry T's, I'd be like, oh, man, I got to win. So so I can have more cards to, to build more decks. Uh, I mean, just winning a deck box isn't really going to help me go anywhere in terms of my collection. Yeah, And, like, it's not really, like, to me anyway, it doesn't sound like it's great motivation to win either. Like, it might be for casual, like, I don't know how casual your F&M is, but, like, if I went to an F&M and it was like, you're going to win a deck box and 50 sleeves and a booster, like, I would play, like, the jankest fun stuff possible, right? I wouldn't I wouldn't like be spending money to go to F and M every week to like win a deck box and like a dice. <laughs> yeah, you win a dice. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, my entry fee was more expensive. How how's yeah. the math here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but the question is though, I guess this could be an an all uh, a whole topic in itself, so let's keep it brief. Is this F and M like meant to be casual it's just like edh edh is meant to be for fun etc do you view fnm the same way uh well i mean it's fun like it's funny so how do you become a better player as you play better players you play in higher competition you do etc right uh so you go to fnm when like from your kitchen table and I'm a firm believer that, like, I play I play FNM, like, as much as I can. Like, me and Cody Crossman will go to FNM, like, every Friday and play. We go somewhere where there's lots of good players, and there's far more good players than bad players. But there's a lot of casual players, and it's fun for them, and the atmosphere is really relaxed. But the good players that are there are there to win, and, like, we're playing to win and et cetera. Um, I think that FNM should be casual enough that like you can allow, for example, like like take backs um, or rewinds to an extent, right? Um, I, I've called people at FNM for some things. I've I've not called them for others. But the thing is, like, where else are you going to play? Like, how are you going to get better or like even play competitively if you can't play at FNM first? Like, you can't go to a PTQ from your kitchen table. Right, and there's only what like two PTQs in your region a year. Yeah, there's not right. a lot, and and a lot of them you've got to really haul ass to get to. Yeah, exactly. I think I think just sometimes I feel terrible when I'm paired with someone who, you know, has this commons mirror deck that he decided to casually play, and it's like I'm 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 countering, I'm like jacing and like totally destroying anything that he could possibly do. So uh, I actually play a lot. I even don't play the optimal move sometimes on purpose to not like blow them out completely. 
and you wonder why you're getting yourself mind tricked in the top. <laughs> of the fucking oh, no. Like, no, okay. So F and M is uh, what I like about our F and M's is yeah, there's the odd person that's kind of there casually to have fun and stuff, but for the most part, everybody that's there, it's it's like the next. It's like the next step of the training ground, you know? Um, I mean, you've been to our, our F&M. Like, it's run fairly well. You know, it's organized. And everybody there is pretty cool. But, you know, everybody's there clearly with the understanding to win. There's a lot of decks that are, you know, pretty close to the meta. There's the odd random ones, which are, you know, <laughs> the, always Luke, the ones Luke that... Luke plays those. <laughs> always the ones that fuck you in the end, right? <laughs> so, yeah, you do. Yeah, you don't take account for those. And then he's like, fling my fucking... Zekdar Shrine token at you yeah. to kill you for 14, yeah. and you're like, what? Yeah, you're like, sweet, I'll just uh, play out a hawk and a bird, recruit two Vengevines, and swing, and he's like, sweet, Whiplash Trap, and you're like, fuck me, what? Yeah, yeah, Who like, what? Whiplash Trap? That's Anyways. not standard legal. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a limited card, bro. It's a limited card. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's. I think it's a really good opportunity for people to start to get the hang of, you know, like, professional relevance, you know? Um, yeah. And I and I I definitely agree that it, it's really good for that. I mean, standard or draft. I mean, once you get into the to a standard F and M, I mean, you should think that that's probably the expectation. And I'm not saying that you need to be playing, you know, your absolutely finely tuned, insane metagame decks, right? Like, I mean, you shouldn't just be, oh, I I need to go with the Star City deck so that I can play the best deck in the room. You. A lot of people go to experiment with new brews and just kind of play against the gauntlet. And I think that if you're using it for those purposes and you don't have moto, then it's a fantastic avenue. Right. I agree with that. Maybe they should have a casual F&M. A casual a flight. A casual flight, <laughs> yeah. Casual I was thinking about that. <laughs> Two rounds. Everybody gets five bucks. <laughs> so we end up coming back from F&M. And we go to McDonald's, and we come back to the house, and we decide that uh, Jay's got this list in his head, and uh, that he got from Nina. It's a Valica list, and since Jay's, you know, our like Valica oh, champion, fuck. so so KYT's like, no man, no, don't play Valica tomorrow, don't play Valica. Meanwhile, Valica was in four of the top eight uh, of the main event. Humor. Anyway, so he was just convinced. Uh, KYT was convinced that he needed to prove to Jay that this list was terrible. So KYT and I have a, a couple of quick matches, and yes, I realize that my Cobblade match is as good as I thought it was. So I'm happy, and I'm like, okay, let's go. And then he goes and sits down against Jay with this Valakit deck. And I don't think, out of like the five or six games that they tossed, that Jay could possibly remotely win a single one. Like it was fucking terrible. Yep. Like I, I just don't. Are you sure? I gotta look at the top. I gotta look at the top eight. I'm, I know th- four of my guys top eighted, so I know there was three Cobblades, okay. one Valakut, and then there's Gideon, the guy who won who, with mono red, with mono red, and then there's these like three other mysterious. Uh, I have to decks. look it up. So as we're looking this up, I, I think. Why did I think Valakut was bad? <laughs> I, I don't well, know. you just didn't like that build. No, I would never insult Nina like this. <laughs> I think I just didn't okay, like hold on. its I'm matchup wrong. against Cobblade. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Out of eight, out of the top eight, we had five Cobblade, two Valakut, one red deck. So I'm sorry. Three Valakut? Two Valakut, okay. one red deck, and five Cobblade. Cobblades. Yeah, in the top. And then it's a little bit of everything. There was uh, two more Cobblades in the top 16, another red deck, which was Tommy in top 16, 
Um, and then, what, two, three vampires lists and two rug lists. Yeah, I just wanted to let Jay know that if it was going to be a lot of cob... Like, he destroyed me, I felt. And if there was going to be a lot of cob blade, as I expected, then he'd, you know, he'd be better off playing Boros. Agreed. Because um, mm-hmm. he slayed As- me. And there were more... I mean, there were more cob blades in the top eight, but... There were no Boros in the top eight, so... That's what I was just going to say. I'm, I'm curious to see that there was no Boros because there was fucking only Boros. That's all I saw. Boros and Valakut were all the, the only decks I saw. So, uh, so sure enough, after getting his ass handed to him a bunch of times, he goes, fuck this, I'm playing Boros. Ugh, what an awful experience that was. Jesus. It was like three or four games... And, you know, I won all of them. <laughs> like, hands down, hands down. down. And he's like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was brutal. It was the end brutal. Of the, it was... the end of the day, you got to play the deck that you're most comfortable with, right? Yeah, like always. Yeah. And the other thing was, like, I'm really comfortable with Valakut, but it was a really different Valakut than what I play. It doesn't play, um, like, the early ramp package. Uh, like, so Cobras or... Um, Tree speakers, tree speakers or, or any of that stuff. So I just wasn't used to it. I wasn't used to like waiting till turn three to do any ramping. Right. Um, and playing like the more of the control Valakut matchup. So I just couldn't handle that. And it sucked so bad. <laughs> but she was able to go 3 0. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not saying the deck was bad. Like it, it was the pilot for sure. I don't know. There was nothing you could do with those hands. Like you just like, oh, I just have a bunch of lands. <laughs> um, but she was able to do well. So like, I think in the end, I wanted to also convince you to play the deck. You know that you seem to have done well at yeah. F and M with, and just to keep going with it, to stick with it. Yeah. And then Scott continued. Someone decided to talk to us. <laughs> So they're playing the matches, and I'm just kind of like picking up my laptop to see, you know, what's new and exciting, and if there's any last-minute stuff that's come out that's worthwhile. And uh, sure enough, who pops up on Skype but uh, Mr. Medina? <laughs> it's like 1.30 in the morning. Of course Jonathan Medina's on Skype. <laughs> so I get him in a chat window. We start talking, and apparently he's writing his article or whatever. And so I was like... All right, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm an, and I just like snap called him, and so we're just chatting, and and he's he's talking to all of us, and we're like live from Scotty Mac's basement, <laughs> you know, and uh, and then all of a sudden I, I decided, well, you know, I might as well facilitate some introductions, so I hit video call, and put the Ugh. computer on the table and turned it to face J and KYT. And there's what showed up on the screen? A big titty. (laughs) A big Mexican tit. (laughs) Yeah, so apparently John Medina likes to write his articles late at night, (laughs) topless. In the nude, yeah. (laughs) So it it wasn't enough that he just, you know, was showing us the picture topless. But then he decides to strike the playgirl pose. And puts one arm behind his head and starts, you know, licking and rubbing his nipples. And it was just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> just dying. So we, we, 
with that, we said adieu and uh, <laughs> decided that we had all been up entirely too late and went to bed. Which I guess brings us to the next day. So somebody uh, take it over, man. This is like the lo- the long story of TCG. Jay, you can take it over. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was pretty straightforward after that. Um, hit the TCG event player. I did I did okay. I went uh, my first five matches, I went 4-1. And then... Uh, we were both 4-1. <laughs> we were both 4-1. Back in. Yeah, and then KYT lost. Well, what <laughs> happened was KYT was 3-1. And then I was 3-0. And then KYT went to uh, 4-1. And then I lost and went to 4-1. And then because I was put in the fucking KYT bracket, (laughs) me and KYT didn't win a single game all day after that. (laughs) Fucking KYT. And then my first three matches were all Boros. And I I just outplayed them. They were good players. And I just ended up like I would get... I got better rips, or I mind tricked them, or whatever. Like there was good games. Um, one funny story: was my first match, I was wearing my you know get boosted to Toronto T-shirt and blah blah. blah and this guy was talking to me, and uh, I think his name was End Up, and he seemed like a cool guy. And he was talking to me, and uh, he's like, he's like, uh, oh, did you do you know if uh, like. If you know if Jay Bush made it to Toronto, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I did, and he's like, oh, you're Jay Bush, <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, that's me. Like, this is kind of awkward, and he's like, oh, cool, excellent that you made it here, dude, and I really like your cast. I didn't even recognize you from your voice, which is so funny because um, <laughs> I'm aware that I sound different recorded than in real life but at the same time um i had like so many people come up to me and uh like just say hi to me from my like just standing around talking uh from my voice so it was yeah it was it was interesting first match that's for sure and his buddy was giving him some ribbing for uh being a barnacle well, that's okay that's all right he's a cool guy so the event ended up being um kind of like embedded in a huge Comic-Con, which was happening. So we kind of got the side benefit of of getting to see all of the different people dressed up in like crazy cosplay outfits and, you know, dressed up as Master Chief and Stormtroopers and and the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland and that sort of stuff. So it was was kind of entertaining all throughout the course to to see because like you're sort of like in this little corner separated by those like bank divider poles you know and um it was pretty cool it was really neat to kind of look at everything but uh the uh everybody there was really neat there was like 229 or something people at the event yeah right right roughly yeah and uh, so it wasn't huge but it was still like enough of us all in one little congestion that it was definitely busy but not stuffed so it was kind of cool but, like, we got on site and we got to see everybody that we expected to be there. Like, Durfington was there and uh, Carrie Dan was there with his family and his two little ones and his wife and, and uh, his daughters, well, I guess. So so that was cool. Uh, it was good to see them again. Shout out to Carrie Dan. Carrie Dan plug. The family man. The family man. <laughs> the again. family man. The family man. Yeah. But like in the, we we saw all of the uh all the grinders that came in as well from Ottawa. We got uh 
you know, John Smithers was in and, and P. Sams and, and those guys. So it was uh, it was good to see. And, of course, all of your entourage was there. And Vincent was uh, gracious as ever, you know, so that was good. And, uh, yeah, all, all in all, man, it was a really awesome time. Everybody was, was super cool and really nice. And I don't think I sat down across from an absolute dickbag once. So that's great. Um, even though my day fucking tanked, but that's okay. Just the magic gods were out to shit them down my throat, so it's good. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was all in all. Thornicator was awesome. Meeting him was pretty cool. And we met Cripple Command from Twitter, so that was cool. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's, yeah. Medina was right. When, when you, listen, <laughs> I like, seeked him out. Like, Jay and I were talking, and he's like, yeah, I met Cripple Command. I'm like, where is he? <laughs> Like right away, and uh, so he's like, "That's him right there." So I went over and I shook his hand, and I'm like, "Look, anybody that can get a follow, for, you know, a follow Friday from Medina is totally a legit dude." So you know, anybody that Medina recommends, I mean, he's got a follower street of you know two thousand or whatever, and he only follows 130 people. So you know that he's culling out the crap. So if you're not being followed by John Medina, fucking work harder. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so it was really cool to to meet him and uh, and a bunch of a uh, bunch of other people there. Ridiculous hat was there with P Sam, so that was cool. Ben and uh, yeah, all all good times, man. All good times. Did you talk about how how you did? Uh, I believe shit the bed came out of my mouth. I believe. I believe. Yeah, yeah. So what ended up happening is I had a I was o two going into my third match and I'm like okay one more loss and I'm done and so I sit down across from this uh, I don't know she must have been like 17 18 year old girl very shy and she's been playing like a year I mean she's playing Black Red Vampires she was playing fine and we ended up actually just going to draw which was really painful because I just couldn't draw enough gas like I just had sweeper 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 and I just couldn't win so we ended up going to draw so instead of going to like oh two one and keep playing it out like a chump i'm like fuck this noise so i just gave her the loss or i gave her the win so i just i went oh three drop and uh it was good so what i so so then i ended up jumping into uh win a box and i got into second round and i was playing against cobblade which is great my player was like my my opponent was like misplaying t- around tumble magnet like a donkey so uh and what ended up happening of course is over the course of two games with 24 with 23 land in the deck at the time i saw all 24 of them over two games and out of the 20 planeswalkers that potentially i could have drawn in two games i saw one which was jace that got jaced and out of the potential eight tumble magnets I could see over two games, I saw six. So, like, realistically, all the deck decided to do for me while I was there was stall and stall and stall and never draw gas and win. But, I mean, that's just how it is. Like, I couldn't buy a game all day, apparently. So, it's all well and good. Not uh, not unhappy with the list overall. It just uh, so happens that the Magic Gods hated my ass. <laughs> so. But, yeah, it was a good time. Good time. So, you... Oh, threed with, with Jesse's list. With Jesse's list. Yeah. From but... 60cards.com. The yeah. site for <laughs> your entertainment only. <laughs> but... Clearly. Clearly but... for entertainment only. I well, wait, who's this? It. <laughs> who's this guy? <laughs> oh, sorry about that, fellas. Uh, I don't know if you talked about it yet, but um, speaking of my deck and having some bad showings. 
It was in the Star City Games Live feature match against Spagnola with one win and end to the top eight of the Star City Games Dallas-Fort Worth. So the deck is ballin' straight up. Needs a couple (laughs) tweaks. Uh, Early shout-out to uh, Chris Allen for rocking it to success. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, and so Thornicator was running it as well, uh, the same 75 and at the event. And so he and I were kind of like checking in and comparing notes and stuff like that. And and uh, we both kind of felt that you know the prisons were weak and we wanted this and we didn't want that. And and all in all, it was a it was a really good time. Um, I mean, the deck. You're right, Jesse. The deck's gross. We were having a lot of success with it, and a couple tweaks here and there to adjust some matchups are fine. And uh, we'll t- we'll just kind of move forward. How does that make you feel, Jesse? To have all these players—well, not all these players, but like like any amount of people to play your deck—I mean, yeah. it would make me feel like really good. Yeah, no, this weekend was awesome, dude. I was at a wedding when all this was going down, when everyone was rocking <laughs> it at all these events, and I was just freaking out. Dude. <laughs> Well, he had tweeted, he's like, in, and I'm like, what? You made the top eight? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And uh, he had bad tiebreakers, so he had to play out his last round and <laughs> lost to the deck it was built to beat. But, God, dude, I was running around like it was bloody grass. Touching was, your like, penis. Yeah, touching my penis, like pumping my fist, like Jersey Shore style, like just running nuts. And uh, I was like, I can't believe it. I finally did it. It's going to be top eight. And then he lost, and he got like 21st, so it didn't even show up on the top 16 list. Ugh. But, <laughs> His breakers really were terrible then, weren't they? Yes. Ugh, it was awful. And then also, did you see that uh, the big red deck, similar to what I built a while back, that got ninth? Yep. And that guy drew drew and thought he could get into top eight, but it, it kicked him into ninth. Brutal. Well, and it just called Dot the Phoenix, bitches. Caca! Caca! Bitches! Oh. But so your boy didn't actually, even with the like, so with the loss, he wasn't able to finish top sixteen. Sadly, no, he went X seven two with the deck um, for twenty first. So sad day, but it was awesome having so many people run it. To go back to your original statement, uh, it I was way pumped, dude. It it definitely was like felt really good, and I felt like I wish I could have just had the deck a little bit tighter for everyone, but a little bit tighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I heard I heard I didn't watch the cast obviously uh, because uh, with with Scott and Jay. But I heard Big Head Joe gave you uh, a lot of press, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a listen to it. I got I turned it on my phone for a minute, but it was really bad quality. All I saw was game one, and uh, it it's some point I forget when it was. I think it was like turn three. He ended up dropping a Tezzeret. Chris did. If it would have been a Koth, because I forget the situation, but I'm like, please drop a Koth. This is your game if this is a Koth. And it was a Tez, and he ended up losing to Gideon. So, um, Yeah. yeah How do you I, lose I, I, with a resolved Koth? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, with a resolved Tez. Well, yeah, because of, cause of Gideon, I guess. I didn't, like I said, I didn't get to see it all, so I missed all the, the Smitty shouts, so that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, Scott didn't have as much success as, uh, and we were wishing, uh, I was hoping that, uh, we could have some A team success and it was yeah. looking good for me and Jay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I ended you up guys losing. started out good. 
Yeah, I ended up losing uh, round two to Dan Lantier, uh, ex-Canadian national champion who ended up making top eight with Cobley in the mirror. And it was just, we had turn two Stoneforge Mystic, both of us, like, all three games. And, you know, he was, he won the die roll. So we each won the games that, that we played first. And that's not like, I'm not trying to say that there was no skill. Like, obviously, he played the right plays to to win the game and beat me. Um, and then I lost to Mono Red. And that was that my dreams were crushed. Uh, with X and 2, we weren't, me and Jay, even if we won all our games, we weren't going to make it to uh, the top 16. I think you needed to be X1. There were like a bunch of X1-1s. Yeah. You would have had to be X2 with like, the best breakers to be like the 16th, maybe, maybe at that. So, um, I, w- I was already, de- <laughs> I lost all motivation and, uh, model reds pretty, can be pretty tough. What else did I wanted to say? I'm having a Jesse moment. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. Player. Um, yeah, I, I got to play Jer frog, Jeffrey or Jeremy oh, yeah. frog, frog. It. Cool. Is it Froggit or Frograt? For for four and zero to go four and zero or to go yeah, three and zero? Yeah, to, to go four zero to go four. Jay was oh, was pretty close to ripping up that tournament. <laughs> oh man, it was just brutal. And then oh, I got to play Ben C, and I crushed him. He's playing Valica, and he made a terrible misplay in game one on my uh, on my main deck Bone Horde that he thought was a six six, but because we traded dudes. Our sea of dudes had uh, traded, so he uh, he he double bolted it, and it was an eight eight, and uh, it was like really funny because I'm sitting there, and, and I'm like, oh no, he didn't double bolt it, he double valicated it, but he goes, I have something on the board, and I crash into him, and we trade because I know he has to trade with me or he loses, um, and then he goes, play a mountain, double valicate your bone horde, and I'm like, okay, and then he's like, so that germ token dies. And I'm like, uh, I think it's an eight eight. And he just, <laughs> just tanks. He just tanks for like five seconds and then like, Oh shit. Oh it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> the turn. Yeah. Yeah, and he just scoops. Um and then but then after that I got to play his buddy, who was also named Ben, who was very young but seemed very good at magic. He was very young though. Like in the first game he was very uh stoic. And uh, oh. and and he kind of opened up after that, but um, but I made four misplays against him, blatant misplays against him in game three, and just punted that game, like just gave it away to go uh, to go three two and stick up in the the or f- yeah four two. I think that was at that point it was four two to stick it into like the stay in the KYT bracket, and then we both just ended up dropping, and it was just like ugh ugh. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted one of you guys to like top eight or something. That would have been huge for our cast. <laughs> uh, I think we're 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 pretty known. <laughs> well, yeah. so so here's here's the other one too. Um, so there were barns. Oh, were there ever? There were what? Barns. Jay Bushes. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got barned large. We love it, yeah. by the way. Like we, yeah, love I didn't it. mind it. At There's all. Canada bacon. Like, okay, so we show up the second day of the event. 
okay, just to kind of like see the the top eight draft and you know drop KYT off, say some goodbyes and things like that. And so we're 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 railbirding the top eight of the draft, and we're watching Insane Hain on Twitter, uh, Alexander Hain from uh, Mana Deprive, one of KYT's crew, and uh, Vincent Tebow, and and we're we're literally railbirding them drafting. And like, we're fucking watching. And man, can that guy drive? Serious, like we're watching Hayne rip some serious shit, and uh, we're yeah, just like totally focused on it. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we notice that this guy is getting closer to us. He's like slowly moving closer, slowly moving. Kind of looking at you, and, and it was like, <laughs> "Are you wearing dynamite?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he so he ends up coming up and he like so he was respectful of the fact that we were watching the draft which I gotta give him like all credit re- for right oh yeah absolutely that's yeah. solid because solid there were draft. others that weren't like that but like he was really good in giving us the respect so he ended up afterwards he's like he says so are you <laughs> Jay's like yeah we are because like KYTJ and I are all standing there he's like yeah we are He's like, that's oh, that's awesome. awesome. So what does he do? He reaches into his pocket. He's like, would you mind? Just bam. And he reaches into his pocket, into his wallet, opens it up. We're expecting him to bring out, like, Horizon spell bombs for Jay to sign. Cause, like, for sure. You know. Absolutely. And we totally, he's totally ready to go. Yeah. And I'm what does he do? I'm into my bag for a marker. Yeah. He fucking goes, boom, here's 20 bucks. Hope this helps. And then, and then <laughs> attempts to just walk away. What? Serious, what right? Baller, dude. <laughs> He's just like, are you Jay Bush? Yeah. Do you mind? No. And then I'm going to get my, I go to get a marker, and he just goes, bam, like just bang. What? That's yeah. so tight. Lays the twenty hard. down. It was awesome. It was so good. So like, yeah. big yeah. shout outs to uh, to Sean uh, on uh, Canada Bacon on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Legit dude. He, if you don't, okay, you we might not recognize him like, by cool. his. Yeah, you might not recognize him by his current Twitter picture, but he used to be the one wearing the pink luchador mask. So. Anyways, he's a legit dude. That was pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, he's a cool dude, for sure. But it was really neat. Like, there was just so many people that were like, you're Scotty Mac. I'm like, yep. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, rec- so take- I recognized you by your voice. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's totally. awesome. So take your guys' experience, multiply it by 20, and that's what I expect in uh, San Francisco in November. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Yep. Hopefully. The I'll others be can- there. Hopefully you- the others can make it. Yeah. yeah. So we figured that I think I I may have done maybe not search properly, but it turns out to be quite expensive. So possibly we might take you up on your offer, Jesse. Some yeah. of us. <laughs> we, were, yeah. we were talking about it. We're like, you better rent a minivan, bitch, because like, <laughs> oh yeah, you're fucking uh, one, one with like. swivel seats and tables in the back. <laughs> yeah, we might. We can always take two cars or like order a U-Haul and Jay Bush can sit in the back. You know, you ever seen? Have you ever seen RV? <laughs> You ever see an RV? We'll fucking Winnebago this shit up. Let's do it. Dude, that'd, that'd be, be down. Sick. Let's rent a Honda Odyssey or something. Dude, that'd minivans are the shit, dude. They I'm sorry. I think, I, I think I went right to Winnebago okay. on that, guys. Like, I skipped the whole minivan <laughs> thing. Yeah, Drew will be down to come. I think the whole crew from here is going to go. And I get to meet the prodigy, your son. The pro- <laughs> yeah. Prodigy, the Mar, the Cobra Snake, dude, you get all the fucking, all the players. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I want to meet Cobra Snake. 
Listen, oh, man, man you've got up. you've got some tough competition in terms of like presenting some pretty cool people because like we had a really good time this weekend, man. It was, it was we met a lot of really sweet dudes. It was awesome. Totally, totally. So, so I got a question for you guys um, before uh, before we move on to anything. So you guys know, obviously, I'm sponsored by Face to Face Games and. Speaking of T-shirts, I never feel right. Like I don't. I ran out of the original vintage private T-shirts that I have, and I don't really. I feel awkward giving the T-shirts, and I don't really have access to them that the store has because they only have man deprived on the back in the store, in the front, and it's like these are people that play at other stores, and it's kind of. I don't know if it's kind of weird, but to to have uh, to give these shirts to people. It's more for people that you know are really representing the store and I guess my site somehow. And so when I play, I actually got a lot of questions. Like I had opponents go up and be like, "Hey, you're wearing a shirt. You must be a good player." <laughs> like, no, no. Like I was just playing it off. No, I just stole this or something. And I was at some point. I don't know what's the best time to tell them about my site. And I actually ended up not doing it. Because what do you do? Like, do, do I beat the guy and be like, yo, check out my site? After- dude, no, I do all the time, dude. On <laughs> Moto, man, whenever I would, yeah. like, I beat someone, they're like, oh, good game. And, like, that's a cool deck. Or they, they say anything like that. I'm like, yeah, dude, check out my site. Like, I run a bunch of all this. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think I get a lot of followers via my opponents. <laughs> What if they think you got lucky? Like they got pissed off at the loss, or like, fuck this nah. shit. Like, check out it's my only, <laughs> Yeah, it's only if they like make a comment of some sort where like I'm not just throwing it in their face. Become a better player. Read my website. <laughs> yeah. First opponent was actually nervous because he's like, "Oh man, this is." <laughs> I I didn't even. I just played turn two Stormforge mistake. Oh man, I'm playing against a good cargo player. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> apparently wearing a shirt <laughs> gives you some psychological edge you could have done does, what we you could have done what we did for uh for dawn on there where we just had his we just handed out his cards that's like that was the thing that i said that was the easiest like at the end of the day like when i was so we got like sponsored by uh dawn's magic and sundry.com so um he just sent us a bunch of business cards to just like hand out, and he has just like an online single store, which is pretty cool. So I use those for tokens all day. I was casting yeah, me too, precursor, yeah. precursor golems and worm coil engines, so I was using those as tokens, writing on them, and then leaving them behind for my opponents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then what I would do is after I beat somebody, like so, I was using them for germ tokens and stuff, and then after I beat someone and wolf tokens, I would just I'd be like good game or whatever and they'd go to shake my hand and then I'd shake their hand and then I'd be like hey man just check out my guy, my friend's store uh, he has some good prices and stuff he ships to Canada and everything just check it out if you want and I would just leave it on the table for them and I'm sure some people just didn't take them right but like that's one thing you could look into KYT is just like you know check out my friend's site man the prize yeah. right. it's yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah right or you could just be like hey check out the site it's cool there's some stuff on it that you might like, and then just leave, right? Don't have a conversation with them. Okay. Right? You just leave. That's the main thing. And I take off my shirt and also leave that on the table. Here. 
Here's my sweaty shirt. <laughs> yeah, those are the best mementos ever. <laughs> you you know all about that. <laughs> I sure do, man. Man, that's what we need to do is auction off some uh, dirty ass shirts from when we all get together. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, let's auction off a shirt. Let's fucking let's let's do a prize draw right now. Sounds right. good. Let's okay. do a prize draw right now. Sounds so, good to me. We'll draw for the foil blight steel colossus first. Uh, so that's provided by Urte's Lament at Twitter uh, at urteslament.com. It's a uh, mostly casual site, um, but it does provide some good insight and uh, it's a good place for new players. So check it out. So it's it's a foil blight steel colossus. And let's see, Jesse hasn't talked very much. Let's say, Jesse, pick a number. Between one and two hundred. One and two hundred? Well, that's obvious. Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> f- <laughs> this is uh, the robot draw. You had two hundred people help you out, huh? Uh, no, but like, <laughs> the the contest is every five bucks that you put in. You right. get an entry. So there's like there's a lot of people that did help, but some people gave like say like twenty bucks. They would get four entries, right? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh let's let's get a drum roll or some kind of carry dank, put some kind of music in here or something. Music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. Sorry guys. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And the winner of the foil blight steel colossus. That's a good prize. Well, I mean, apparently this thing's worth like forty bucks. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were selling for forty at the event. Erte's <laughs> laments like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> He's like, "Damn it! What have I gotten myself into?" <laughs> uh, so the winner is Preston Hamill. Preston. Congrats to Preston Hamill! Yay! Boosh. Boosh. <laughs> He's been that was fun. Do another one. All right, fine. We'll do another one. Fuck you guys. All right. Uh, who wants to? Uh, who wants to pick the number this time? Nobody. All right. Fuck you guys. I'll, <laughs> go, I'll, go, I'll go. I'll go for it. Uh, right. Thirty-four. We'll do, just wait. Just chill. Just chill. Okay. Thanks, okay. Look. Don't snap. Call this. Okay. Okay. This. This will be for. Uh, hmm. What do we want to give away here? Let's give away. Let's give away the stuff from Marshall. And Ryan of uh, Limited Ooh, Resources. This is pretty good. This is, good is plug. Yeah. That's a good plug. This is the handmade uh, yeah. dice. So Mar- Marshall makes handmade life counters out of magic cards. And uh, some local guys have a couple. And they look just absolutely amazing. So um, he's going to give a draft set on Moto. And then two custom handmade life counters. So one for you and your lady. Or one for maybe you and your bro. Or maybe just two for you if you're one of those magic hoarders like most of us are. Um, yeah, so that'll be from Marshall and Ryan of Limited Resources. Okay, Thanks. and KYT, whenever you're ready, bro hammer. 34. 34. It's Bill Adamson from Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. He's like Tazerial on Twitter. I don't nice. know how to say your fucking name, Bill. But uh, he oh, that's is. Tazerial? Yeah, he's a he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's a really cool dude, and uh, and yeah, so you have won uh, some draft sets on Moto, and uh, you have won some draft sets on Moto and some custom life counters bonus. 
Honest dude, bros. He's the guy that disagreed with Jesse at first over the whole Tez versus Jace. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, he's been uh, rocking the Mindhammer. He's a cool guy. Yeah, right. Only because he's, he's playing my deck, though. He wouldn't be nearly oh, as cool. Oh, otherwise, otherwise, fuck that guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we moving on or? Can, yeah. <laughs> Drawing. <laughs> no, we'll move it on. Move it on along. So when, okay, I guess, like, what's the next event in the future? Is it Worlds that we're both looking for? We're all, not both, we're all looking forward to? Or there's some something in between, Jesse, that you might actually uh, plan to make it to? Yeah, I might go to, I think it's Pittsburgh, uh, or, yeah, I think it's Pittsburgh GP. I, I might consider uh, going if Matt wants to, and then... Uh, if I qualify for nationals, I'll maybe consider that. Oh wow, that's a big topic. Speaking of qualifying for national, that thank you, Jesse. That leads us to You're an, interesting, KYT. an interesting topic that people have been tweeting at me about, which is the new rules. And Scott is typing in the chat, so I don't know if he doesn't want to talk about this topic or not. No, go ahead, man. <laughs> but so there's a new Nats rule, so I don't know if our limited champion knows. But uh, before, we used to have a tournament in every province, I think, and, uh, and X amount of spots based on the population or, or the number of Magic players, I guess. Because uh, last year for Quebec, we had 12 invites to be given at NatsQ. And other places like the Maritimes had eight or maybe even less than eight. And now the rules have changed. Instead of a tournament in each province, there's only going to be four national qualifiers. I believe in Montreal, Toronto, I assume Vancouver, and, and somewhere else. Okay, but I know there's one in Montreal. And now there's just going to be eight invites given at these tournaments. But they're going to be, you know, I guess, larger turnouts because there's only four tournaments that you can go to. But on top of that now, there's specific stores that can host a national qualifier uh, the week after, and you basically have to be the winner. It's like a – so it's sort of like a PTQ, right? Two, week, two weeks after. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks after, and there's a few stores locally for me that are hosting it, so I could actually ha get quite a few shots at making Nats this year. And I nice. don't – does this rule – well, to each of you, does this rule impact you in any way versus last year? Do you care? Whatever. I know the Maritimes people are really affected because they don't really want to travel all the way to Montreal to grind into Nats. For me, it's pretty much the same thing, except I get multiple shots at it, I guess. But the events will be bigger. Like the Montreal, I expect it to be quite bigger than last year. So it might be harder. And then I have to, if I fail that, I'm going to have to win and that's Q. Are you not? Are you not in on raiding anymore, KYT? Have, have you tanked that badly, or what? I've uh, been playing too many F and M's. Yeah, no shit, huh? Uh, this year's Nats works out way better for me because our local shop gets one invite, so I get to do that. And then if I want, I can get a chance and go up to Portland, which is four and a half hours away, to go uh, get another chance. So I've got multiple chances to myself. Oh, you better make it. You better. Yeah. 
I, the one in my local shop, I think I have a really good chance at. Uh, so, but I heard there's, it's going to be at Gen Con, right? Nationals for you, uh, US. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Which is cool. So would you go anyways, even if you didn't qualify? No. <laughs> I'm not that much of a fucking nerd. <laughs> you want to go play some World of Warcraft CCG? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Jay, so, Scott? Yes? Like, does, this probably doesn't affect Scott. He's like, and there's rumors that na- our nationals, which is not officially announced yet, there's rumors swirling around that it's going to be in Toronto. So okay. he's getting everything this year. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. So I, if you go to the Gen Con link, Gen Con India hosts U.S. Nationals on the mother site, there's find a national qualifier near you embedded into that article. So when I put in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, it actually gives me all of the locations that are able to run these qualifiers up to and including the uh, WPN tournaments. So all of the Canadian stuff is up there. You just it hasn't been like formally announced. So what we've got locally is in Toronto for all those of you that are here. It's clearly the the national qualifier. The big one is at the Primrose, uh, the West Western uh, Hotel, which is where the last uh, major events have been, like for pre-releases and stuff. Uh, and it looks like there's uh, St. Catharines, Scarborough, Oshawa, Barrie, um, Burlington, Kitchener. Uh, heavy support down in Toronto, which is a, a store we've mentioned on the cast before. They've got one, and a couple more Mississauga, Peterborough, and 401 Two-Headed Dragon and Heroes World, in terms of Toronto. So they're going to have them, uh, and it looks like they're the May ones, and. The other May one is Peterborough. So, yeah, it looks like, you know what, it's spread out really well. Like, you conceivably, local grinders that are in the TO scene could conceivably have a lot of opportunities to try to grind in. So right, that's cool. Right. I think, like, yeah, I would like it more. You just have more shots at it. But for people that are far from, no, no, what am I talking about? Like, people in the Maritimes are going to have, hopefully, they have advanced stores. They're eligible to host these qualifiers yeah i mean i don't know what it means for the growth of the game though like i think it like giving uh smaller stores like well they're not that small obviously if they're getting selected but just uh the opportunities is huge for the game on local levels which like in turn is like huge for the game in general i think from their perspective they're getting less i think they feel they're getting less slots because they're not getting like the official nats qualifier where you queue eight people but they are getting i mean you could say like obviously people like places that have less magic players obviously should get less slots given to them but yeah Yeah. so i know a lot of people that live there that are disappointed by the change i'm obviously indifferent because i live in montreal and if i was living in toronto i'd be indifferent as well and so I don't know. Sure. Jay, are you gonna try to hard to grind? I I I don't know. <laughs> you might have to do another get boost to Toronto. Fucking... <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. I like I might. Uh, I mean, if they if they have them in Calgary, like the qualifiers or whatever, and I'm like around to 
play, then <laughs> yes, I will probably try. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't really plan around. Oh, I don't. I don't plan that far ahead for those big tournaments, right? Because then, like, I don't know. Because like, then I just like it's something comes up. Stuff. The qualifiers is in like three weeks less. Is it really? Right in in mid mid April. And that's that's the major. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Then I probably will play that. I mean, depending on if. Oh, I think I talked to Ben C about this. It's on the sixteenth. Yeah, that's pretty. And yeah, so I am gonna go to that. I already talked to my wife about that. Yep, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna win. <laughs> and I'm gonna go to nationals. Words. <laughs> I like the conclusion. The whole round about right there was epic. <laughs> so Boros, maybe we'll see. Obviously, there's still quite a few weeks before it happens, and yeah. The fact that Star City Games just every week now it feels like it is every week. It's crazy. It's <laughs> like, awesome. Well, there's new tech every week, and uh, but I've been playing every every week. I try to play Jerry's list that he you know top eights with, and clearly he's obviously far ahead of the field in terms of skill level for him to keep Dude. having this much success. Yeah, he's got to be, like, <laughs> at least five times better than the average Star City Games player. He's, like, two or three guys at those things each time that even are close to competing with him. Right, like, even if he, deck is better, it's, like... It doesn't even matter. He right. is so much better. Like, he, he's winning almost every week. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like, it's it's embarrassing for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking champion, man. No doubt. It's, it, it's funny, actually, because Jay and I had this uh, very discussion with uh, Joey Pasco from the OMTG Taps, and you'll be able to hear that uh, this week being posted on Friday on StarCityGames.com since Jay and I are guest hosting uh, in Big Head Joe's absence. So you'll be able to, oh. uh, to listen to our entire discussion on that exact subject. So it just got released now, right now, then. Right now. <laughs> now. Right now. now. Right me right out now. of here. Right Bam. me out. So, so okay, me and Jesse will talk about it a bit then. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. Oh, got us, got us. I think I just, like it's impo- <laughs> I, like I don't think his deck is super strong, like that much stronger than the field. Like I've played with it. It's just like he's got to be way ahead of them in every other aspect. And yeah, it, I mean it, it really is. He's just the, like a the skill game man. <laughs> He's the man. Ain't no thing. It's just a skill game. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, like it's it's incredible. I'm like, I'm like not surprised at this point that he's winning, but like really I am because I mean every time he comes and tweets, he's like, I'm six zero and I can draw into the top eight. I'm like, didn't you do that last week? Like, <laughs> did you ever lose? <laughs> it's insane. Then he top eight at the legacy tournament too. It's like what the hell? Like, yeah, I know. Back to back day. It's just unreal, man. The guy's on a rampage. And he changed. It slightly changes his deck every week. So he's trying to stay on top of the curve. And I mean, he that's does an have- advantage too. Because I mean, he's getting weekly. Like he's already better. So the advantage of like having a weekly meta game yeah. is pretty big. Okay. When you're already that good, because like he he knows what to expect like so consistently, and like he's been doing it for so long that it's it just like 
it's an advantage over everyone else that's just bringing the Cobblade that like he posted on his site or Star City Games and then like he's just gonna one up it like <laughs> I don't know it's just a really good position to like have weekly tournaments like that for a good player I think he's living like as level seven I think right now yeah six seven Point, like he has two buys or something and gets quite a bunch of money for appearing he's he's like only i think he's like one win away or i don't know what they're yeah i think if he wins one more or like top eights the next two uh he hits level eight which is a full play set of the entire standard so the question is <laughs> that's when, so sick i know right like what's <laughs> yeah. that worth when does that my question is when does that get paid what? Out? yeah level eights get a full play set of the entire standard Metagame. Dude, it's funny how we talk about Star City games like this now, like points and levels and everything. Like it's just like been happening forever, but it's so recent. It's just caught on hey, so fast. Speaking of points, Jesse, you know what? We all have that you don't. Uh, Fucking fuck you, TCG points. Yeah, we have two <laughs> TCG player points. Biatch. Sorry, it only takes Fucking me one two. tournament to get twenty of them. <laughs> 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 I'm just being a cocky bastard. Well, when are you going to play that tournament? I don't know. Because it, it hasn't happened yet. It has not. You're <laughs> correct. What's funny, my brother always holds it over my head because he got top 40 of the Grand Prix Portland, so he's got the pro point or whatever. He's oh, like, yeah? I'm a pro, and you're not. Let's <laughs> <laughs> sick. Yeah. Nice. So uh, Grand Prix Barcelona is happening this weekend. And uh, as we all know, uh, the huge impact that Pro Tour Paris had on the standard metagame was we're still feeling it today. So the question is, how much of an impact do you think that Barcelona is going to have in terms of standard? Like, have the pros been brewing up some crazy shit? Because it's out in Barcelona, so you know that either so there's a a bunch of pros that are going to fly out from here, and b the crazy European pros are always brewing some random shit. So what do you guys foresee as as uh, anything happening? Is it going to be status quo, or do you think there's something on the fringe that could break out? Not sure. it. <laughs> I think I think it'll be the same. I think you'll see uh, you'll see some Boros. I think you'll see some Rietzel, Boros. You'll see some. You'll see Cobblade. There'll be Tezzeret decks there that might make the top eight. Um, yeah, I mean, our favorite guy Chapin might have a brew or two, right? Like he's always on top of stuff, so like. That might be cool, but I think that like the top eight will just mainly be Cobblade and Boros. I don't think anything's happened to change that. Like, yeah. So the are we g- hammer gonna conk you on the head with that hammer, motherfucker? Right. Are we gonna see some? Uh, that some deck's not gonna make that, that. deck not gonna make top eight until it has a real name. <laughs> <laughs> and that name is caught on like you wouldn't believe, man. People it's the love worst that name, name ever. <laughs> So, are we going to see spreading seas coming back into Cobblade anytime soon? What do you think? If Valakid kicks up, uh, no, it beats like the deck already beats Valaku. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it just doesn't need it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I don't. I think it's gonna be a dead card in a lot of your metas, right? Like <laughs> okay. Yeah, and if KYT doesn't need it, then fucking nobody needs it. Nobody needs it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's KYT's the Cobblade Master. I seriously, KYT, I thought you were going to take down the whole thing, dude. I've never seen you lose a game with Cobblade. <laughs> Cago. 
whatever. I think it's I status, status quo, pretty much. Uh, I don't, like the whole Stoneforge Squadron Hawk thing is just it's just too good. I feel. Um, it's really good, yeah. That's it for me in terms of whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> all I got. How many you Jesse moments? Yeah, I'm out of gas, man. I need to top deck. I'm out of gas. <laughs> I, I got hella energy. I just worked 13 hours. <laughs> Sup? So Jay, what's up, yo? More draws? We can do some more draws if you guys want. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, let's draw. Let's draw for the full art uh, game day Black Sun Zenith hundred dollar card from Ben C eighty six on Twitter. What hundred dollar card? Yeah, man, this thing's gonna be worth lots of money. Lots <laughs> yeah, of money. Fucking crazy. No, man. Look, look at look at Mutavolts and Dorans and stuff. Those cards are all they all hit a hundred bucks. Are you just fucking with me? All right, I'll put it in the ch- <laughs> dude. I'll put it in the chat window. Don't okay. worry. I'll send all you right. a link. Okay. Just figure it out, okay? I mean, like, we've been casting with Medina for fucking a year, and you haven't figured it out yet, Smitty. Let's get reasonable here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we'll give away the full art uh, foily Black Sun Zenith, uh, generously donated by Ben C 86 on Twitter. So who hasn't done it yet? Scotty? You haven't Correct. done it yet, right? Correct. All right, Scotty, pick a number between, like, uh, 100 and 200. Um... 129. 129. What's the meaning behind that number? It's uh, well, because the- it was entirely random. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's oh. getting anyone tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 129. Black Sun Zenith goes to Sean Nepred. Sean N E P R U D Sean Nepred, you win a foil Black Sun Zenith. Woo! Yeah, yeah, bitches. Way to go! In fact, I'm gonna write this down just so I don't forget. Because once we get up there, there's like 45 of you guys. So we gotta get <laughs> shit away to you. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. I'm gonna roll a dice. No, I don't have any dice. I'm gonna defer to KYT again. And uh, what do we want to do here for this prize? Let's do the $20 gift certificate to Cool Stuff, Inc. Sure. Donated by Trick Jarrett, the famous sexual chocolate from uh, First the A-Team. And uh, now he's got his own podcast, doesn't he? It's called uh, Untapped. Untapped. From Untapped and the uh, founder and curator of Men and Deprived. I mean, Manonation. dot com. So, yeah. So, uh, KYT, pick a number, buddy. Doesn't matter what it is. Just pick one. Five. Five. <laughs> Fucking the number five. Okay. It goes to Louis Acosta. Nice. Oh! That's or an alchemist on Twitter. Yeah. 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 He's a bro. He's yeah, a bro. Sick. You win 20 bucks to Cool Stuff Inc., bro. Nice. Bro Hammer. There you have it. Boom. We're just giving away shit all day. Yeah. All people we know, mostly. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Okay, let's well, give let's 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 do the draw for uh Medina's hour. Ooh, okay. That's heavy. Oh, that one's heavy. a good one, yeah. Yeah. That's heavy. Okay. Alright, so so KYT, you pick a number between one and fifty, and Jesse, you pick a number between one hundred and two hundred. One hundred and two hundred. I'll pick one sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick eight. 
Eight. So we'll do 161 in that case. Wait, wait, wait. Getting tricky. Oh, all right. Getting tricky with it. Is that a is that a Will Smith song? Yeah, getting jiggy with it, son. Na 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 na. This is gonna be a singing podcast. You gotta be able to sing to come on. <laughs> gotta be able to pull a fucking big head, Joe. Yeah. So what did I say? One sixty one. Correct, sir. One sixty one. Stephen Sonye. Oh, is that like I, Luke Sonye's brother? I don't, I don't know. When the money came in, I, I wasn't. I didn't know if it was or not. But uh, well, congratulations! Congratulations! Way Steve to go! Sonny. Thanks for the ten bucks, bro. Got there. Got there. Got there. <laughs> <laughs> Help awesome. me rip like a boss. Yeah, absolutely. Also, just uh, for some levity, I got twenty dollars from a company called American Bacon Recordings. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, dude. Shout out to them. So shout out to American Bacon <laughs> Recordings, your one-stop shop for flavorful CDs. <laughs> <laughs> that was good advertising. Yeah, that's pretty good. So uh so they just posted the um the new wallpapers for the Friday. And there's uh one e- one from each faction, the Mirren faction and the Phyrexian faction. The Phyrexian one is called Omen Machine. Omen machine. Omen machine, yeah, as in like that's a poor omen. Bad omen. Um, yep, bad omen. So anyway, so that that's it looks like a like a leaking sewage entry with horns. So who knows? Uh, and then of course they've leaked the artwork and the corresponding name to the new and final sword of the block, and it is indeed the red white sword, which is called the Sword of War and Peace. Oh Boo. really? Yep. So yeah. also, and what does he do? also, just FYI, it looks like it's a Phyrexian holding that sword. It does, doesn't it? And, uh, <laughs> so there's that. But then it says it's a Mirren sword. So that brings us back to the old J-Boosh theory of Mirrodin Pure and New Phyrexia are the same thing. Suckers. Yep. Well, at at the very least, I mean, it could be a mirror in creation, but it, it's definitely being wielded by Phyrexian. It just makes sense because they're looking to dominate the mirror in colors, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyways, anyways, just thought I'd throw it out there. Well, so, should we get to shoutouts? What, what do you guys want? Yeah, to do? shout out, shout yeah. out, everyone who gave you money. Pretty much, yeah. I don't <laughs> like. What do you guys want to do? It's it's up to you guys. I can shout out everyone that gave me money. Or no. I can, uh, I can. We can God, put it in the no. show notes, right? We can put it in the show notes. Uh, I prefer that if you're gonna do one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just put it in the show notes. But uh, again, a really big thank you to everybody that sent money. Provided, uh... man, I can't stop yawning. Sorry, guys. Um, to anybody that sent money, anybody that sent support, retweeted, uh, signed the shirt that we're gonna give away at the end of the cast here. Um, Provided lodgings, even though I already had lodgings provided by Scotty and his lovely wife, who I met three no, no, days dad, into my trip. Dad, 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 mom and dad. I met mom three days into my trip <laughs> after staying at her house for three nights already. Um, yeah, just big, big shout outs to everybody that uh, that's just part of this really great magic community. You guys are awesome. So, um, you know, we're going to give back and... Uh, and change my change my view on the magic community anyway. So if anybody needs anything, let me know. See what I can do. It's 
pretty bold statement. And we're gonna send uh, <laughs> we're gonna send about two hundred bucks to Japan of leftover funds. And nice. uh, and then I've decided I'm probably gonna match that too. So it'll be about four hundred bucks, and we'll Sweet. send it on behalf of the Magic community. Just help out the people of Japan. Yep, that's awesome. That's my shoutouts. That's my shoutouts right there, everybody. I think that's good, dude. None of us can really say anything after that. <laughs> yeah, you win. You win. You win. You, you win, win the shoutout for <laughs> Jesse. Um. Man, I guess I'll just shout out to everyone who like trusted me enough to run my deck finally. That was awesome. It made for a really awesome weekend despite having to work. <laughs> it was fun like getting results just and uh I felt bad that uh not everyone did well, Scotty and <laughs> um but it was, that was that was awesome. So, thanks everyone for running the deck. Um keeps me brewing. And I'll leave it at that. Okay. I would like to give big shout outs to Dad. He was uh <laughs> he was he was awesome. Um I mean me and he treated me and Jay right, I guess. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dad plug. <laughs> big shout out to Luke Manabase. Man, that guy's hilarious and uh would fit right in with this cast. Uh, yeah, that guy's legit. That guy's definitely legit. Durfington, thank you so much for all the work that you do for the site, and thank you for being such a chill guy in person. Cool friggin' Asian. <laughs> More Asians? Yeah. All <laughs> in. We're shocked. Like, Lucas, people who listen to this cast were surprised that I was Chinese. And what? I guess they didn't listen to all the cello, and those... <laughs> And the Catherine and the Ma. <laughs> be- Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> like, how could they not? For episodes upon episodes, we've talked about your your girlfriend who's really pretty and her name is Catherine. <laughs> and you pr- with your abacus. Yeah. And like, what the fuck? So you guys aren't hardcore fans. If you didn't yeah, know. you guys aren't hardcore fans. Who's Asian? You got 30 episodes to catch up on, bros. <laughs> We're just joking, Lucas. Thank you for listening to the cast. And, uh, you know, shout out to Nina. Really uh, sad that she was sick. Um, really, because it looked like she was going to actually take that tournament by storm. And uh, she was really cool with us. And that's all I can think about right now. Anybody who actually walked up to me and said hi. And I'll leave final shout outs to Dad. Dad. So, you're going to have to tell the story about why you guys feel like I'm your fucking father after all this weekend. Like, <laughs> seriously? Because you're the old guy on the cast, right? Oh. <laughs> well, all right. I, Jay started it. I, he only caught on with me, and I, I just ran with it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. We were in Toronto, and uh, and Scotty, like, Scotty's, like, really great and really fun, and etc., but, like, when he's tired, everybody knows that he's tired, and he gets like kind of grumpy. And uh, and then because he was our <laughs> chauffeur, and he's old, and he's he's astute, and he he's also our hotel. We uh, we were like giving him the gears, and he just like was getting all. You know how your dad talks to you, right? Like, 
well, this is how it's going to be, and I'm just trying to figure this out, and we have to do this, and rah, 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 and like, all right, Dad, like, whatever you say, it was just whatever. <laughs> so it's caught on, Scotty, Scotty's absolutely our dad now, and he's already got two kids, we figured two more isn't a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> anyways, yeah, that's that's the story. Uh okay, so so shout outs to everybody that got Jay here. Um it was an absolute uh honor and pleasure to be able to spend this much time with a bro that I never knew. Um Bro Were your sons that you never yeah. knew. <laughs> yeah. But uh it was it was it was really awesome chilling with you, Jay, and, and uh I really do appreciate uh you know, the efforts that you had to undergo to get here. So that's pretty sweet. Um, big shout out to KYT as well for succumbing to peer pressure and finally realizing that his rightful place was here with us. So that's awesome. Thank you very much for, for being a part of it. Um, also want to give shout outs to uh, everybody at Harry T who helped to make, you know, Friday night a success. Uh, everybody that was running it, Nina, Kelly, uh, thanks to Leon for, for agreeing to do it. Um, also want to thank everybody that was there that participated, that are regulars, that you know hosted and behaved themselves properly. So I just really want to send a heartfelt thank you out to all of you that listened to the cast. Um, we really do appreciate it. Um, also want to obviously give a shout-out to Dex and Luke. Uh, we really appreciate uh, you guys offering up some space even though you didn't really need to um you know as it turns out cartography and and methshin got locked down so they couldn't make it out but uh thank you anyway and for just being cool over the course of uh yeah the, the whole weekend who uh, by the sh- way they are cool they're cool for sure yeah yeah shout out to ginger holla up to the big ginger. ginger right big uh, ginger. this like 13 year old ginger kid He's like, he he's like actually seventeen awesome. and a donkey. Is yeah. he like he's like a Smitty? I'm a ginger. Yeah, yeah, yeah he so kind of like, is. Yeah, that guy's fun. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it was it was good. Uh, shout out to your crew, KYT. Like I had so much fun watching you and Alex Hayne go at it on. Um, oh my at, god! With the with the chess match. Oh so, my god. You so guys play sh- chess? If you Dude, it was, see, it's, if you listen, want to see some epic it's, chess matches, it's epic. on YouTube. It's on YouTube. YouTube okay. If you want okay. to, if you want to get, you know, get the YouTube links, um, I think the best way to do it is just follow uh, Gaddock Teague on Twitter. Yeah. You can also like, check it out. Like he mentioned us, like the A team in the thing and KYT. So you yeah. can go back and look at that too. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to, uh, if you want to, so pick him up and then check his feed, and and he's posted like three or four links to YouTube there. He was taking it uh, with his camera while he was there. So, um, anyway, and it, it, was, was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Like they were going, so they played like a chess five, with a timer and shit. Yeah, like pro chess. It was it was fucking awesome. And it was like Smithers bet. Uh, Smithers had had money on that KYT could beat Alex at least like one out of three games, um, and then if KYT won, then Hayne would have to buy dinner. For Smithers, but uh, Smithers, of course, won because KYT shit the bed. Um, oh, fuck, you should have seen it. It was like when he was playing against You can see it. Go onto YouTube and look it up. Rushed. Rushed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a good time. It was just awesome to watch, uh, so that was pretty sweet. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, and then shout out to everybody that donated prizes. Big ups. Big ups. Yeah. Like, 
I think that at some at one point in time our raffle draw, which was the side benefit of participating in helping Jay get here, actually became the driving force behind the donations. So <laughs> fucking right to everyone absolutely. that donated out. Yeah, absolutely. Like, As it should have too, right? So I appreciate everybody that uh that donated because without it I don't think I would have been able to make it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So um I feel like I'm missing uh, wife plug. Oh yeah, wife plug. Okay. Wife, wife plug. plug. So shout out to my wonderful wife for tolerating and being so understanding about the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. I didn't see her for like three days, and finally, I you know when we went out on Saturday, I thought for sure I was going to get the gears. No, nope, not even. Just we went out, did you know we went out and had some fun, had some beers, uh, and some jackeries and some frozen stuff and oh yeah and then fucking dad takes us to a bar and starts harping on us about beers and then the next thing i know i look down and he's got a fucking some kind of mango smoothie daiquiri in his hand and and big luke who's like he looks like a biker like he's a he's a he's a scary big manly looking man he's got a fucking strawberry daiquiri ginger (laughs) no it was strawberry shortcake. It was it was like it was like a boozy strawberry milkshake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. These guys we, giving me the already, gears. We had already Classic. been through. We had already been through the oblig. So we sat. We went for wings, and so of course, Lance delicious. You're gonna love this. I had the obligatory two pints of Strongbow with my two pounds of wings. So we had been through two pints already, and we're like, well, fuck. What am I gonna drink now? And I'm trying to like KYT. We're trying to get him on the trying to get the Asian glow on him, right? So. Uh, what we end up doing is, is he doesn't drink he doesn't drink very often, so he's just kind of like following suit with whatever. So he starts with the strong one, the strong was fine, and the first one goes down fine. The second one starts to go down slower. So of course I'm observing this and I'm thinking, well, maybe it's just getting to be a little too much, and maybe he needs to change the pace. Something sweet. So I'm Something like, hey, KYT. I'm like, so exactly. <laughs> so I, because I'm looking after my boys, I want to get them nice and sauced. What do yeah. you want? So so I end up. So I'm like, well, hey, KYT, how about this? I'm like, what do you think of this? And he's like, well, that sounds good. I'm like, okay, well, I'll have one too. So we had one. And Luke's like, fuck, if you guys are getting that, I'm having a strawberry shortcake. <laughs> yeah. Sure enough, right? <laughs> so we end up getting a round of those. So they're like these big frozen fucking whatever drinks. And I got like some mango banana thing, and it was really good. Um, and uh, and I, KYT, I guess, got str- what did you get, strawberry or something? Yeah, I also got strawberry. Yeah. So so that was fine. So then that was that, and, and that's being drank down. And then, of course, that gets finished. I'm like, well, I'm thirsty. So, of course, I order a double gin and soda and the nice tall pint glass, and that tides me over nicely for the rest of the night. But, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good night. Like, the food was good. Service was fine. Um, the it fight was, fight was night. great. It was fight night. So we got to watch the UFC fight as well for free, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was so awesome Sick. to watch like Shogun. Cool. Shogun got demolished by John Jones. If you haven't seen <laughs> yeah. it, yeah, it was really it was like watching oh, Anderson Silva fucking, fight against Rich Franklin. And then KYT squadron hawks me. So he fucking I'm like KYT, let's bet five dollars on this fight. <laughs> and he's like, I don't have five dollars. And I'm no, like, no, go back, go back, go back, go back. You have to establish a precedent. You haven't done that yet. So first things first, it's Uriah Faber versus some other guy. And so, so Jay's like the hands of mortar. This guy's got a fucking. He hasn't lost in two years. Vine, and Vineland, he's got right? hands made of rock. Yeah. So Jay's like, I think Vineland's Vineland. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I'm like, no, no. It's it's got to be Faber, man. He's got all the tools. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. So I like pull out five dollars and change and put it on the table. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Put your change back. So I'm like, fine. So I put a five dollar bill on the table. I'm like, here. He's like, all right. That's so he the fucking a- change. 
I was five bucks. So he puts so he puts his five down, and we're like, all right. So so then of course, who wins? I did. Um, nice. So dark. I collect my money, and then I'm so I take my five, put it back in my pocket. And I'm like, oh, now I've got wager money that isn't mine. So I put it on the table, and I'm like, all right. I say, uh, I'm like, okay. So so what's your calls for the next fight? So Durfington, of course, is like Shogun, totally Shogun. And uh, who and so, Durfington, who's falling asleep at the bar because he's so fucking hammered. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so he ends up saying Shogun. I'm like, all right, well, I'll I'll play the bad guy and uh, I'll say Jones. So here's my five bucks. <laughs> so now now pick it up where you left off. Yeah. So then he puts out five bucks, and then I'm like, KYT, I'll bet you five bucks. And KYT's like, oh, I don't have a five. And I'm like, <laughs> whatever. And he's like, I just have twenties. I just roll like that. I'll have twenties. And I'm like, whatever. You're just afraid of losing your money because you know <laughs> nothing about fucking fighting. And neither of these guys are coming out with a fucking cello in their hands. You have no idea who to pick. So then he's like, he's all hammered. Like KYT was blitzed, man. He's like, you know what? You know what? And he fucking slaps down a 20, <laughs> 20. to my five. And he's like, fine, fine. We'll do it this way. I'll squadron <laughs> hockey. I'll squadron <laughs> hockey. Squadron hockey. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking epic. Are you serious? Yeah, that is yeah. awesome. And then, of course, I fucking lose to this. <laughs> to this. This. Fucking cobblade bet. You got cobbladed <laughs> on, dude. Yeah. On and off the court. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's brutal. Awesome. It's real. Well, K- KYT knows where the smart money is, don't you, buddy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How could you bet against Dad Jones? <laughs> I, that guy is a gorilla. Like, like he's a shaved ape. Are you kidding me? The guy's huge. I don't think he's gonna lose in a while. So no, uh, it, it well, he's sick. certainly not gonna lose to Rashad. Fuck. Anyways. It's a whole other podcast. Well, yeah, we do have some uh, 18 followers that are also UFC fans. That's true. So, but yeah, so damn, how terrible is this? The next, uh, the next one in uh, in Toronto, in my backyard, I fucking can't go to because I'm on a trip and I can't fucking change it. Ah! Damn it! What a humble brag! Like, oh, I can't go to fucking nationals because I'm gonna be in Hawaii for free. <laughs> Listen, I left it as a humble brag. You're no. the one that fucking turned it right into something yeah. stupid. Nobody, nobody <laughs> feels sorry for that. Okay. All right. No pity. He, I don't want your pity. He is going on a free free trip. No pity. No pity for this guy. You tell him to I suck did. it. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Be that way. Anyways, so I think that's it. Shoutouts to Carrie Dan. Shoutouts to Cripple Command. Shoutouts to Jerfrogget. Shoutouts to P-Sams. Um, uh, Shoutouts to Thornicator. And... Uh, Canada Mastrian, Bacon. Cartography. Canada Bacon. Um, uh, yeah, got that one. Nina, Cardboard Witch. Yep. And uh, Charlotte, Jer Girl. Uh, who else? Gaddock Teague. <laughs> you went there. Uh, right? Who else? <laughs> <laughs> Mana base. Mana base. Shout out to Mana Base and Ekramool. Shout out to Ekramool. And if you don't know what that is, check out manadeprived.com for all the, all the <laughs> oh, yeah. answers on that. Because like that's the funniest picture I think I've seen all week. That's got to give doodling around, dirtling around a, a run for its money this week. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We found Jay. her. Yeah. Do you want to do the last draw there, Jay? 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll do the rest of the draws in the show notes just for time's sake. But uh, the last draw will be for the game-worn T-shirt jersey that I had to wear uh, on Saturday. So it is uh, a special treat. It is uh, pretty you know, pretty stylishly drawn on by me. And uh, it's signed by most of the Toronto crew that we could find. And uh, and it is, uh, as a special, like, Smitty couldn't be there in Toronto. So as a special a special tribute to Smitty, I'm going to send it unwashed. So uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to pull a, a sweaty Smitty draw here. So I will pick the number myself. Uh, one or two. I'll pick two numbers, and then you could be the final decider. One or two. 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 And the winner is... Oh, it's Gaddock Teague. Teague McKay. Nice. Uh, Gaddock Teague on Twitter. <laughs> Don't follow that guy, but, uh, <laughs> but make sure that you point out that he needs to wash that shirt, but not in the washing machine because all that... Sweet drawings I did will come off. And maybe we can commission Durf to get a drawing on there because he said he would and then I left. So, uh, uh, congratulations, Teague McKay. Nice. That's it. We're out of here. We're out of here. Au revoir. Ciao. Adios. <laughs>